Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-host, Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. Guys, glad to see you here today. We've got a lot of special guests stopping in. As you know, this is our kickoff for winter sports, so we're just about ready to wrap up fall and get into this winter sports season with a lot of exciting new activities and sports going on here at TC. So, Jaden, I know we've got one of our special guests, Coach Forrest Wright, sitting across the table from us this morning. Let's go ahead and get him thrown in the mix here this morning. All right, Coach, I just want to ask you uh, just a little bit of a recap from last season. Uh, is there some stuff we can build off of? And um, I'm pretty sure that the girls made it pretty far, or the boys won. They made it to, to play at the playoffs, right? So is that something we can build off of? And um, let's just talk a little bit about that and recap. Yes, there's a lot of things to build off of last year. It was my first year here. We started out kind of slow. We went well, finished out the regular season at 9-3. and three. We dropped a couple of uh, regional matches. We finished regionals in seventh place, got into state on the wild card for both teams. When we got down to state, the boys really come out and bowled excellent. We finished third in the state with them. The girls finished seventh. Uh, the girls were really, really young last year. The guys were a lot of juniors last year who are now seniors. So we have a lot of potential coming back and have a lot of good expectations going forward. What does an everyday game day look like? Because I know I've, I'm not familiar with it. So what do y'all do on a day where y'all do go bowl? Well, we start out, we have to travel to Corinth to Plaza Lanes. Uh, we get there, we'll have 10 minutes of warm-up bowling just to get everybody loose, get everybody in their rhythm. And then after that, we bowl three straight games. And then the scores are all added together at the end of it, and the top score comes out. So can you just kind of walk me through a practice and, uh, like, what what exactly do y'all do? I know you told me before you just bowl, but, like, is there a little bit more to it or no? There is a little bit more to it. Of course, we got to travel to Corinth every day for, for practice. Uh, the state limits us to two events per week, so it's either two practices, two matches, a practice, and a match. So when we go to Corinth, we'll get there, we'll do our warm-ups. We typically then bowl three games, get our scores, and then we do situational bowling. The alley in Corinth has some great technology, some brand-new pin setters in their lanes, and we can set up 7-10 spares, we can set up 9-10 spares, and we work through those most common spare situations so that we can pick those up when it really matters. In sports, there's always like a leader or some like someone that steps up on the team, correct? So um, I just want to ask, is there anyone that has stood out to you in practice recently and uh, just stood up in the, in the leadership role? Not yet. We're still just two practices into the season. Um, we've got a couple of guys that are bowling 200-plus right now, and that's probably who that is going to be. Mm -hmm. Not sure which one of the two it's going to be yet. Um, but we've got a lot of guys that, that will do that. Um, still waiting on that to come out in the girls. Uh, like I said, we've got a really lot of young girls, a lot of first-year girls mm -hmm. bowling for me. So we'll just have to see where, where they go. When is the first match of the season? November 2nd, next Thursday. And if anybody wants to come out and watch that, can you tell us how, how they can do that? Come on out to Plaza Lanes, free admission, and get all the bowling you want. There you go. <laughs> Well, thank you, Coach Wright. I appreciate you sitting in with us this morning, and we hope you'll keep us posted throughout the season as it progresses. So best of luck to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you.
And we're back on TC Braves Nation. Well, we've got another special guest in studio with us again. This is our winter sports kickoff at TC. So, head boys, soccer coach, Ben Kane. Ben, glad to see you across the table from us this morning. I know these guys have got a lot of questions for you. Well, I'm glad I'm here. Of course, I got to do this last year. And it was a lot of fun, so looking forward to it. Great. Glad to have you back in studio. Okay, Coach Kane, soccer season is coming up really fast. So when is our first game? It's uh, eight days. So next Thursday we'll host Columbus. And uh, we haven't played them in several years, so it's going to be fun to see what they got. How are y'all preparing this week and the rest of next week to be ready for this game? So we got to really start, you know, full full blast you know, on the 16th. And we've been working on everything from the small things, whether it be just passing, dribbling, shooting, all the way to corner kicks, set plays, um, working on – um, possible matchups with certain players and trying to figure out the best way to make us successful in a really just a long season. It's, it's tough, it's cold, and uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a tough, tough season. So, Coach, I'm going to re- uh, rewind a bit. Um, I just kind of want to ask you a little bit about how how trials are held and, like, what do you do in them? And uh, just so we can get more people involved in, so- involved in soccer, if that's what they're interested in. Sure, yeah. So we usually have tryouts. Um, after kind of the last season of sports goes, so usually April or May, we'll try to get everybody kind of finished with that. That way we can kind of start fresh. And usually it's a good turnout for both boys and girls. We have a lot of guys this year. But usually tryouts will hold them April, May, and around that time period. And we just did basic things. So um, I also require former pl- or current players to come try out too. Um, that's usually mm-hmm. not a problem for them. But it's always good to see what the new guys can do, just passing, shooting, the basics and then as the team kind of forms we get summer practice and then we kind of develop into the fall we kind of get more more complex we do um, more conditioning aspects with the ball we'll do uh, a lot more kind of just I guess more complex soccer things. I know you have some players from last year that didn't have a lot of experience so this year how are you looking to build off of that and get them to be the leaders on the field? Well yeah that's that's a great question. whether it be new players altogether or just the young guys. Um, we, we were a very, very young team last year. Um, one of the youngest we've ever, ever had here at TCHS. But that's a good thing because the younger we get these guys in, the more, I guess, they can grow as they progress throughout high school. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the, uh, the, the class that's kind of coming through right now um, because this is the third year we've been here. And um, I've seen so much growth within – uh, those three years, and the young guys especially, um, I've, I've seen them grow a lot when it comes to just the, just the small things, whether it be finishing out a, a sprint or um, finishing a play and not giving up on the ball, uh, which, which I wasn't, said, wasn't a problem before I got here, but it's from at least those particular players, them stepping up and then encouraging the other players to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's kind of keeping uh, each other accountable and uh, building up, you know, kind of what we got here. So, Coach, can you kind of just walk me through a practice routine? I know before uh, the 16th, uh, we were just doing conditionings solely because you're not allowed to touch a ball till the 16th. But uh, can you kind of walk me through a week's worth of practice? Because I know it varies day to day. Some days we'll work on shooting. Some days we'll work on passing. Sometimes we'll scrimmage. But can you just kind of walk me through it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's so much we can do but also so much we can't do um the soccer field is massive and it, it, right now it's just me out there of course we have have some guys helping out as well but if it's just me out there it's hard to get everybody 
against UCLA doing their own thing. So we sometimes have defensive players doing offensive drills, which is not a bad thing because if you're on defense, you still need to pass the ball well and control the ball and spread the ball out. Offensive guys, let's say you're trying to score, they get the ball back from you. All of a sudden, you're on defense. And so you have to be able to do both anyway. So that, that works out well. When it comes to practice setup, we get there, we get warmed up, stretch, the, the usual kind of athletic startup from a practice. But then after that, we, based off what I feel we either need to grow on immediately or build on for maybe that next week, um, we'll work on either, like for yesterday, for example, we, we worked on set plays, we worked on just ball control, and uh, moving on, you know, today with more passing. And so, but once the game season starts um, with each team we play, we'll kind of hopefully be able to see some either film or um, kind of either a, what's the right word I'm looking for? I guess a, a, uh, a plan, I guess, for that particular team. So, of course, we have Columbus coming up. We'll be starting to prep for them specifically on Monday or Tuesday next week. And so, um, Based on what I see from them, we'll practice accordingly. So, Coach, since uh, there is not too much film on them, like have we played them in past years? We have. We have. And we actually had them on the schedule briefly our first year here, and then we had to uh, take them off. So, I'm looking forward to playing them again. It's uh, In the past, it was always really competitive, a good game. And so, I'm looking forward to seeing them again. And I have one more question. So, we, play, we have an Amory game on their home. Um, so how is that going to work? Because I know football games, they've been playing them at Chupo. So is it going to be the same for soccer or, or is it going to be at Amory? Uh, for the, so, I mean, it's, it kind of varies, I think. It depends on if they're still in the playoffs or not based on when the date of that home game is. Mm. And so um, I know in the past, though, uh, when we did play Amory, because at one point Amory was a common opponent of TACHS. We, mm. we, when I was a player here back a long, long time ago, as, uh, it, 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 was, it was a common – themed for us to play Amory and at one point we have played them at just a soccer field and so um, I'm not sure um, if if uh, if we'll do that at that old field if it's if it's there still um, or if, if, if they moved locations or if they're playing in Tupelo that's something to come out in the future when we get that point. Well we are so excited to see what you do this season and thank you so much for coming in. Thank you guys. And we're back on TC Braves Nation. Well, we've got another special guest in studio today for Winter Sports Kickoff, Athletic Director Coach Jared Robinson. Coach Rob, glad to see you back across the desk from us this morning. Glad to be back, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, Coach Rob, you are our Athletic Director, so you're in charge of all the sports here on TC. So with Winter Sports coming up, how are you preparing each and every sport to be able to excel? Well, we have uh, introducing them to the community is a big deal, something that we do annually. So that's coming up, uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast, on Thursday, the 26th of October, we'll do Winter Meet the Braves. So that'll be 6 p.m. There's been some, some back and forth about the football schedule and how that impacts everything. But anyway, that will be Thursday, October the 26th, 6 p.m. in the gym, free admission, public's welcome. We want you to come out and have a great time. And kind of see the the work and then the people who are involved in all of our sports and activities that are in the winter season. So that includes esports, which has been going for a while, but we kind of consider it here on our campus to be winter, um, a winter program. You've got boys and girls soccer, you've got boys and girls basketball, you have boys and girls bowling, and then of course uh, we categorize dance as a as a winter season activity as well. So they'll be introduced, and and some, if not all of them, will will have some level of performance, so you can kind of get a glimpse of what they're doing now. To answer your question more directly, 
Uh, a lot of them have been preparing for weeks uh, in, in their preseason and offseason. Now we're in the preseason. So uh, things will be coming pretty swiftly, especially once we hit November because November the 2nd bowling goes, no, November the 2nd, uh, same day soccer is playing at home against Columbus. So hopefully we'll get the seasons kicked off on, on the right foot. Basketball hosted Jamboree on the 28th. Now there's games spread kind of throughout the day. Uh, which I know Coach Middleton and Coach Parsons have been uh, spending some time in the weight room, spending some time on the court, getting ready for their season. So we just try to put them in a position to be successful. And then once the games come out, it, it's just time to play. So can you kind of walk me through this week? Because I know I noticed that some, some like the game was Thursday, moved back, and there's just a bunch going on there with scheduling. So can you just kind of let, let me know some dates and times for this week? A absolutely. I'll kind of take you through the next two weeks, if that's okay. That's, that's so, perfect. All right, so if you're listening to this and you follow us on social media, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, uh, I guess, formerly known as the artist formerly known as Twitter, uh, and, and Facebook, <clears throat> we, we ran into an issue where the MHSA had told uh, football teams in classifications 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A, which were 4A, that they were going to play the last regular season date, which this would be this week, October the 27th, that was going to be moved to Thursday. So a few days ago, we operated on the assumption that we were going to play on Thursday, so we communicated with the other team, we communicated with our fans and our players and everybody on campus, those that were working the game, and, and I thought we had all of that taken care of. In the process of communicating that with the person who's in charge of the officials, he then said, no, you're going to play on Friday. So then I had to confirm that with the MHSAA. They'd worked out some sort of deal and hadn't necessarily passed that along to us. So then we had to walk all of that back. So I said all that to say this. Last regular season home football game is this Friday, the 27th, against Itawamba. If we win, we're in the playoffs. And it's, it'll be the first time since, I think, 2000. Seven, I believe. Uh, it'd be more recent than that. that. It would have been the graduating class of Lee Griffin and Tyler Pritchard and that group. So that would have been 2000, I guess the fall of 08 is probably the okay. actual season. Uh, so it's been a while since we've been in the playoffs. But anyway, we win and we're in. Uh, it doesn't matter if we win by one point or 100 points. If we win Friday night against Itawamba, which in my experience as a former Tishomingo County High School athlete, our, our rival for as long as I've been associated with this program and this school, was always at Awamba. So it, it always feels good to beat them in anything. It doesn't matter what it is. So anyway, long story short, football Friday. We've got Meet the Braves, like I said earlier. That's on Thursday. <clears throat> that was really the only time that we could put that in, introduce before our winter sports programs really got kicked off. It didn't make sense to do it anywhere else. We've got basketball jamboree where we've got multiple teams coming in on Saturday the 28th. That'll be a great day. It's probably the best financial deal if you're interested in high school sports in Northeast Mississippi because it's $5 all day long and you can get all the basketball you can stand, including reentry. Our games are kind of spread throughout the day. We've got JV basketball early, but we've got varsity basketball late, but we've got other high-profile programs that are coming in to play on our campus as well. So $5 gets you in all day long to see all the basketball you can stand. Then, like I said earlier, uh, soccer kicks off. Pardon the pun, on Tuesday, the 2nd, against Columbus. That'll be here at home. And bowling is at home, so to speak, but we play on the road, if that makes sense, uh, on Tuesday, the 2nd. I believe we're against Biggersville, uh, and they're usually a competitive 1A bowling program, so that'll be a good match as well to kick off the season. And then, again, if we win football Friday night, we'll have another football game next Friday night, so that remains to be seen. Hopefully, our guys are getting ready. I know they've got some wrinkles they're going to throw it at Awamba on Friday night, so hopefully that'll turn out in our, fav our favor. Um, and then basketball will officially kick their season off on the 7th. 
So that's on the road at Alcorn Central, Bailey, and you play. So you correct me if I'm wrong on that. I think that's uh, I think that kind of catches us up that to speed on what's coming up. Okay, so as athletic director, you want to get as many students involved in our sports and to support their peers. So I know we're selling student tickets tomorrow for three dollars. Mm-hmm. Friday they're five dollars. So what is even more things you're going to do throughout the winter sports to help get people involved? So those of you that haven't followed along in the last two or three years, we've instituted something we call the Student Athlete Leadership Team, Baylin. You've been a member of that in the past, and we met for the second time just a few days ago, and and have kind of challenged each other to find a way to ramp up school spirit, ramp up student participation in school spirit. Um, If we're being perfectly honest, the last pep rally we had in the gym, which would have been for senior night for football, um, I guess last week, I don't know outside of the people on the floor, I don't know that I saw a single person stand up during the pep rally. So we've got some work to do as far as that goes. Um, We've we, we got good participation from our student athletes. We need to reach across the barrier against those who aren't necessarily involved in anything. Now, I will say this. I had to make a phase two order of our property of cloth, which uh, if you're a student athlete in here, especially if you're fall and early winter, you probably already have yours. But uh, we had to order over close to 250 pieces of cloth, which means of our 600-plus students, approximately 30-ish percent of our student population participate in something, whether it's band um, or volleyball or football or spring sports like baseball and softball. That doesn't matter. We have heavy participation in our sports and activities. I think what you're talking about is ramping up that student involvement. So we've got some ideas that we're going to try and flesh out over the next few weeks in our SALT meetings and our SALT program with those students who are student advocates for the programs and for the student body. And again, you've been a part of that in the past. You know what that's like. So that's going to be something that we are going to prioritize in the next few months and try and get a way to figure out at least how to build it up a little better than it is right now. Because it, it it's waned some, and I think there's some some excuses that we can make. You know, we, we've got a lot to be involved in, so it, it kind of spreads the people who are involved somewhat thinly because, you know, if you're coming to volleyball on one night and you turn around and go to football, it, that hits the pocketbook. Uh, but but we still want to give opportunities that, that ramp up school spirit, and so we're, we're working on that. All right, Coach Rob, we do appreciate you coming in this morning, giving us an update as we get ready for this winter sports kickoff. So it's going to be a great time here at TC. A lot of things moving into this winter season. Be sure to come out and support Tishomingo County, and we want to see you here at all of our events. Thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. And we're back at TC Braves Nation with our winter sports kickoff today. So we've got another special guest in studio, as always probably one of my favorite guests of all time that we always have in coach brian milton coach good to see you back across the room or across the desk from us today so hey it's basketball season yeah i'm excited to be here y'all it is it is basketball season the weather's getting cooler and uh and uh ball's been bouncing in in the gym a little bit so we're excited Absolutely. So, Coach, now that you're making the transition from volleyball, and we went, we were, we won the division, so that's really awesome. But now that we're making the swap over to basketball, and we've, so how has the swap been, and how have you been uh, preparing the? Because I know, haven't y'all been preparing too a little bit during volleyball season? So has anything changed? I know y'all probably practice a little bit longer, but yeah, it's been a lot changed. We practice longer. We practice a little harder. Um, we yeah. run a lot more. And we run, we run a lot more. And so, um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot different. There's been some, you know, six o'clock six o'clock evenings getting out of here. Um, 
but they're working hard. So, so for the first game of the schedule is Biggersville. So, how have you been preparing for Biggersville? They're a pretty good. They're a pretty good team, I mean, especially for a one A team. They have uh, been pretty dominant in basketball for for a good many years. Yeah, Jake, it's kind of weird. We we really looking at the jamboree. We're just looking at it as glorified practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a half, and so we're not really preparing for anyone yeah. in specific. We're more preparing ourselves for what we need to do more than – and it's just a chance to play somebody different before you get out there and play your regular season game, really. So, not really worried about who we're playing that much. And I know that's weird to say, for, especially for me, because I'm all about, you know, getting prepared for who you're playing, but not this not this Saturday. It's more like being excited about getting out there and playing somebody that's not you. So, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so we have a lot of people coming back for returning starters. So, how are you looking to build on that this year? Yeah, no, that's exciting. Um, anytime you can bring back that kind of depth from mm-hmm. um, from a team that was 28-3, and three, um, you feel pretty good. And, um, you know, they're, they're experienced. I think um, none of these seniors, um, they're going to be the winningest class in school history, which is pretty cool. And, um, that you know, they've all been – Every year they've been here, it's been to the quarterfinals or the finals, and, you know, they're, they're experienced. They've been in the biggest of the biggest games that you can play in in high school, and, you know, they're going to come back and, and try to go for it again. So uh, when and who is – when does the regular season start exactly? Because I, I know, we, like y'all said, we play Biggersville and Hatley in, for the jam, er, in the Jamboree. So when will the regular season kick off? Regular season kicks off November 7th at Alcorn Central. Um, and then we turn around and play um, maybe the ninth here. I yeah. think it's Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, turn around and play Sheffield the ninth. Um, Central, um, that'll be a great test for us. They were 21-9 and nine last mm. year. And um, they actually – we opened up with them last year here. And it was – Probably a closer game than most people expected, not us. We kind of expected that out of them. And, uh, we, you know, we've been looking at a little bit of Central Film. We have been we have been looking at that, maybe not bigger than Hatley for the Jamboree, but we've been kind of looking at ourselves and kind of some of the stuff we did against them last year. Um, they're going to have a quality team this year returning um, as well, and so it'll be a great challenge to get our season started. And we open up with, with, with a loaded week that week. I mean, we got – a lot of games going um, right off the bat, and so it'll be good for our girls to get going. One game that's inter- or the games that's interested me is Sheffield. We it's, I haven't I, I can't remember at the time we played an Alabama team, and we have them twice on the schedule. I see the ninth and the twenty eighth. So I mean, is it going to be different or because I know like in band competitions they like they move up in the division or like how will that work exactly? Yeah, I you know I don't know. Mr. Romans may know more about Sheffield than I do. That's an old rival of mine from it, my high school days. So. Yeah, so he'll be fired up for the oh, Braves that be. day too. I will be. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, you know, Jaden. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be their first game of the year, and I don't know a whole lot about Sheffield. Um, I do know that that past that week, um, we start getting in pretty deep early, and and we have some big games early. I think, um, you know, if you look on there, Ingemar's on there pretty quick at yeah. Ingemar, and that's going to be a big, big battle. And then um, the 18th at Biggersville, we actually have Tupelo High School that day, and you know they're they're. They're probably one of the best, if not the best, you know, predicted to be the best team in the state. And so, um, 7A school. And, 
you know, we're just going to hit it hard and hopefully it pays off in the end. I think it will. So, how do you prepare for a team like Chipo? Because, like you said, they are probably one of the toughest teams in the state. So, how do you, I guess, keep the – because keep the ball rolling, like, once once that starts. Because, you know, once you go into playing someone like Chipo, it's hard to get – be like, you know, as a player that it's – this is a tough opponent. So, and we might lose, you know. So, how do you just keep the ball rolling? You don't ever want your players to think that. I can't that. believe you just said that. <laughs> the key is, hey, we – They are tough, but we're – You know, in you a know. game, in a game, I, I, the one thing we've done here culture-wise is when, when we first got here, it was kind of like this. They, they wanted to win, but they didn't expect to win. Mm. And so there's a difference in wanting to win and expecting to win. If you expect to win, that means you're preparing to win. You're, you're doing the things that, that it takes to win. And when you walk on the floor, you expect to win. And so now when our girls walk out of that locker room, they expect to win. When they get on a bus to go on a trip, they expect to win. And anything you know less – and this doesn't always mean you win. It just means you go out there and you expect to win. And because of that, you're going to compete. And you're never going to quit. You're never going to give up because you expect to win. And, you know, they're going to walk out there against anybody on this schedule, and they're going to expect to win. And and that's just a change of culture. And I think it, you know, it creates something a little bit different. As you said, we have a lot of big names on our schedule. So how is that going to help playoff-wise? Because you play really big teams in the end, and that's going to help us get mentally focused and show us what we need to improve on in those big moments. Yeah, one of the things you try to do with a non-conference schedule when you think, you know, we have, we, we're have we going to be a good team. So you want to challenge them early. And so we're going to put a few challenge games in there early. And we didn't shy away, you know, from from anybody. Um, you know, we got some other big games late. And we can talk about late in the year later. We'll talk about a later podcast. But, I mean, we got a, a big schedule. And, you know, but we have big expectations. So you got to go challenge these kids. And, and if you – if you get challenged, it's always an opportunity to grow. And so, you know, things get difficult. We get to get through those things. Y'all need to get that girl some water. <laughs> Coach, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about division because we have added Amory and Ripley and we took away two other teams and added them. So it's a little bit different. I mean, did we play Ripley or Amory last year or um, – or no? We played Ripley, and uh, they got a new coach as well. And um, Katie Bates is coaching them, and, and she does a fabulous job. She's been at Pine Grove, won a couple state championships, <laughs> and she does a great job. So I'll, I will I will expect Ripley um, to come out with a different mindset, and they're going to be they're going to be one of those wild card teams you look at. And Itawamba has every starter returning, and I know we we have four out of five, and we we feel really good about where we are. But you know they challenged us last year. And um, you know they'll they'll they're going to challenge us again, and we're going to be ready for that. So um, it's going to be a much more competitive division. I feel like our division um, is going to prepare us a little more than it has the past two years. And um, just just it'll be fun. We got a couple months to get ready to get there. I think December the um, let's see December 11th our first division game. So yeah, we got a little bit. All right, Coach. So, Reese just recently signed to Free Hardman, right? So, let's just talk a little bit about that and the seniors this year. Uh, like Balin said, we have four of them returning. And uh, so, I mean, it's pretty good to see that most of our seniors are coming back. And uh, But also that means that we do, don't, we do not have a young team. And sometimes not having a young team is a little difficult because, you know, you're losing a lot of people at the end of the day. But let's just talk a little bit about Reese and how she signed to Free Hardman. Yeah, that's, that's, a, big, that's a lot to talk about right there. Look, um, 
First of all, with our seniors, uh, Margaret Claire, Reese, Zarelli, we're, we're so proud of, of what they've accomplished. They've got a lot of experience here at Tish County. Um, they've grown as people and players, and so proud of those young ladies. But, um, you know, we've still got some young kids too, and, that, and that's kind of the thing that we always challenge our kids to do when they come in as freshmen is leave this program better than you found it. And, you know, they're doing that, and so um, proud of them. They're going to have a great year. We're going to take it, you know, day by day and just enjoy each moment and, you know, we'll worry about we'll worry about the end in the end, but um, and that kind of stuff takes care of itself too. Jay, when you practice and when you you know got kids striving to get better. So, uh, mm-hmm. but Reese had a big day on uh, Monday. Yes, yeah, she did. And I'm proud of her signing with Freed Hardeman. Um, you know, full ride. She got she's using basketball to get her entire education right. paid for. That's pretty cool. It is. And so proud of her. They have a great. Uh, thing about Freed Hardeman is a lot of people don't know about Freed. They're NAIA, so they kind of slide under the radar, but they have a great program there. They compete for national championships every year. And just, you know, talking to Reese, that's something that was important to her because, you know, she's enjoyed competing for championships here. And she, you know, we talked about what do you want out of a school, and she wants to compete for championships and she wants to be able to play. And so those two things were important to her, and we felt like Freed, you know, she felt like Freed was a good fit for her. And so I'm, I'm so excited for her. Coach Epperson does a good job there. And uh, we're actually going to try to get him to catch a couple games this year. But um, it'll be a great thing for her next year, you know, leaving, leaving Tish County and moving on to, you know, some cool things in college. So one more thing before we get off. Um, so the vision is it's working a little bit different for, I know, soccer and football. So I think it's uh, it's going to be a little bit different for y'all. So how does that work? How many games do we have to win in the division this year to, um, you know, because like for us to make the playoffs in soccer, we only have to win one game. Same for football. So they only got to beat – if they beat Inawamba this year, they're going to the playoffs. So how will that work for y'all? Yeah, basketball is a little different. Of course, we play the same people, but, um, you know, you have a division tournament at the end. Now, mm. if we finish one or two, which – you know, it's one of those things we expect, again, we expect to do. Um, it's not cinched up or clinched or anything like that. we got to go earn it. But um, we kind of expect to do that because that's an expectation that we have. And so, you know, if you finish one or two, you get a bye and you automatically advance state tournament, but you still got to play the division tournament and seed for the state tournament. And so, you know, it's a little bit different format um, getting there, but it's it's still similar. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. We're ready for the season, Coach Milton. Heck, yeah. Yeah, enjoyed being here. Yeah, thank you, Coach, as always. Well, we'll wrap that up for our winter sports kickoff of 2023. I'm Brandon Romans for Jaden Locker and Baylin Middleton. And come out and support these Braves. We'll see you next week.